This is a Skeptic Frogs production. Fire. Air. Water. Earth. Eight years have passed since the Avatar's untimely end, with fear that the Avatar line may have ended, and with withering hope for the White Lotus to continue holding peace, the search for the next Avatar hastily begins. Previously on Dicebenders. Torque was wanting to see you and, well, all of us actually in the conference room. He's, he's waiting there for you now. Do you think the Suture clan is going to take it out on the civilians in that city? But we, we did save them though. And it is much easier to get revenge on the defenseless. Sorry that Dang didn't come back with us. It is quite all right. He's learning how to understand himself. What's going to happen to the town? Well, we, we don't really know. We're going to have to bring some sentries out there just to kind of keep the peace for a while until we can figure out what to do. Y'all are alive, but we're not sending you guys out on missions for a while. Maybe uh, giving us some time to actually develop uh, the team exercise within the school, maybe learn some new skills, and hopefully uh, we can do better next time when we go out in the field. I guess we're not going to put you guys on a restricted list. Whenever the next mission comes in, we'll give you guys a shout. So Jaeger, Kevin, and Taro, you guys are the last ones out of this conference room that seems to echo with the with less people here uh, as you guys are standing there just kind of looking at each other. How was your guys' talks with your people, your masters. Pretty good. Yours? I'm curious to what you think. I still can't believe you got a gun. <laughs> what? I still can't believe you got a gun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't really react to me having a gun. So, what about you, Jaeger? Mr. Quiet over there? I don't think Jaeger would, like, be in the mood to even say anything right now. <laughs> Jaeger, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. So, so what does Jaeger do? Um... I, I don't I don't know. Where to take him? Did you catch that little weird look that they gave each other? Tork and Chong? What was that I did. I did. I caught it too. There's something they're not telling us. I think they were lovers. You think... Don't think that. (laughs) That was a joke. (laughs) It didn't really land. Oh, man. So, um, what would you three like to do? Uh, You've got until further notice that you guys are in this school. So, what do you guys see your characters doing just waiting for your next mission? What are you guys planning on? How are you spending your time? Didn't you, like, say before, like, when we go back to the school, there will be an opportunity to train in a certain thing? In a yes. Skill? Yes. Um, because the school is considered a home base, I wrote up these mechanics to where uh, if you want to do this, you can go into different classes within the school uh, for each of your skills. Uh, and at the end of each day that you spent there, you roll a dice, uh, you roll a d20, and if you get over what your skill score is in that uh, ability, you get a check, like a, a pass. Three passes mm-hmm. means your ability, uh, your your skill can go up by one. So, for instance, like you with, um, let's just use survival for inst- for Jaeger. Uh, whatever your survival score is, if you spend three days all going to the same survival class and you roll above what your skill score is, you can raise it uh, by one if you get three passes. So it's a way that you can like make your characters better on the off time between missions and stuff. But you can also like talk to teachers, talk to sentries, just get a look around the school, stuff like that too. Mm. 
I would imagine Jaeger would be training then. I'm going to be training up too, and I think I got a plus one in nature, so I'm going to train more in nature and medicine. In nature and medicine? Mm-hmm. I, I will tell you guys, you've got about, uh, I'll say, let me roll, let me roll a d8 and see how many days you've got. You've got seven days uh, to rest in here before you guys get called into the teachers to give a little bit of uh, time frame for y'all. Uh -huh. so you got seven days to spend. Okay. Okay, I'm going to train in nature and I'm gonna train in medicine. Okay, so uh, give me, uh, what is your nature score? Hey, what? What is your nature score? Plus one. Okay. So you'd have to roll uh, above a 12 three times. Because it's like passive. I guess I should have explained that. It's like the, the passive skill. Like, you know, for passive so, perception. Okay. Yeah, that makes it a little bit easier. You're not sitting, or a little bit uh, more challenging. You don't sit there and roll if you roll higher than a two three times. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's the passive skill. So if you want to do nature, you've got to roll over a 12 three times. You don't add anything to it. It's just like uh, you just roll your D20. So go ahead and roll your D20 three times. You're spending right. three days on that. Let's see if you get over a 12 three times. One was a natural one. Okay, so that's already a fail on, on one of the days. The other one's a 15. Okay, so that's a pass. And the other one is a 16. All right, so you got two passes. If you can get a third pass, you can increase your nature score. So do you want to spend another day in nature class? Yes. All right, so go ahead and make your, your roll. And that's going to be a 19. Okay. And keep in mind, you don't add anything to this, so it's just whatever the dice says. Uh, but you got three, so there you go. Yeah, your nature score is now up by one. So you've got a passive nature of 13. You've also still got three days to spend. So um, go. I'll, I can trust you to, to make the judgment if you're able to get your passes or not in these classes. Taro, Jaeger, are you guys also doing this stuff? Are you guys going to classes as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, what classes are you guys going to be going? Hey everybody, DM Frog here, just letting you guys know we cut out the the other two players doing their part, uh, but what I can tell you to make this quick is that Jaeger decided to, and successfully did, increase his stealth score by one, and Tara was able to increase her persuasion by one. Uh, I left the part in for Kevin so that you guys could hear how the mechanics work, but I felt like you guys didn't really need to hear the rest. But anyway, on with the episode. And I'll let you guys uh, spend the rest of your days however you want. If you guys are trying to talk to teachers or look around the school, uh, let me know. Otherwise, we can move on. So, when you guys are ready with the end of your days. Quick question. Sure. Is there a shop in here? Good question. Okay, so uh, I would say for, for doing this, you would have to use... Uh, did you use all seven of your days already? Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, in your off time, I'll say that, uh, you are wandering around the school, um, just kind of taking it in. You're taking in all of the, the young students. You remember the days when you were like 12 and 13, learning that you were a bender, uh, trying to practice, not really having a teacher, and you're thinking to yourself just how lucky these kids are to have a school that they can come and teach or and be taught how to bend you know rather than just doing it on their own which you know through your extensive reading history that that wasn't always the case uh, they now have like schools trying to be all over the world for this kind of stuff uh you get lost in you know little things like that you get lost in the architecture of the building and stuff but you eventually come and to it's within the the wing the same wing of the school that the conference room is in 
where you happen to walk by a room that has a sign on it that says that it is a shop room. Um, you think, oh, this is interesting. And you walk in uh, and you give yourself a look around. Uh, and this is much in the same way that the same shop was in the uh, in the city, uh, in Beilong. But they do have less stuff here. It doesn't seem like it's as uh, serious about weapons and stuff like that. A lot of what they have here would be scrolls. Um, but you've got someone behind the desk. They're just kind of filing their nails. It's a uh, They're dressed in what appears to be a mix of water tribe. And they've got some, it looks like almost air tribal stuff on too. Uh, you know, with the browns and then with the blues from the water tribes. Uh, but they're sitting behind the desk with their feet up on the desk, uh, filing their nails as you walk in. Hello. How's today going so far? Oh, good morning. Good morning. And she looks at her nails and begins filing some more. She goes, it's been good. And how about you? Pretty good. You wouldn't have any water scans, would you? Any what now? Water skins. Water skins? I mean, yeah. And she just kind of like gestures over with her head. Um, uh, you do see some water skins over in like a section that they're just kind of hanging off of the wall. Yes, I would like to purchase uh, two water skins, please. Okay. And how many skins do you have currently, Kevin? I have, okay, I have two, because I borrowed Jaeger, and I borrowed Yang. Uh, so I gave those, I know I gave those two back to them, but I have uh, two personal ones. So that if I purchase these two, it'll be four water skins only. Okay. And um, you look at the price, and they're all pretty much the exact same. So it's just like, you just see the price tag just says five, um, coin. There's no specific number or type of coin that it's requesting. It's just that it's five coin. Oh. Uh, while you're sitting there looking at the water skins, someone walks in with a package. Uh, it looks like he's a mail delivery guy and he's got the United Provinces clothes on and he, he walks up to the desk and sets down a, it looks like a, a box of something. And the lady behind the desk is just like, oh, well, what do we have here? He's like, oh, this is just something from Beilong. Uh, someone ordered some fans and wanted them brought to the school. He goes, oh, okay, well, thank you. I'll set it in the back. They just kind of nod to each other, and she grabs it, starts moving to the back, and the guy leaves. Did you say fans? Oh, yes, I did. Those fans. I think fans... I did two separate voices. <laughs> yeah, those fans belong to Yang. Okay. And the, the mailman is kind of looking at you like, what do you want me to do with that information? I'll hang on to him. Uh, but, you're going to have to talk with the lady. Okay. Um, these fans already been purchased by me. And I show her the receipt that I have for the fans. And she just looks at you and is like, oh, you don't look like, a, like an airbender. I purchased them for Yang. Because, you know, airbenders and money, they don't have... It's a, a gift for him. Uh, okay. I mean, if you want them, and she just kind of slides the box over to you. And how? And I'll give you the... Do you want waterbender money, or you want new... Uh, uh, new uh, Republic money? Ah, oh, you are so close. I because it's I like oh, shoot, shoot, ah, dang <laughs> my brain just died. <laughs> it's so it's the United Provinces. You pin. You pin a D with the U pin coin. And she goes, "Oh, it doesn't matter to us." So I give her five water bending, uh, five southern water bending uh, tribe coin. Okay, so you got minus five, and you got yourself. Um, are you buying one water skin or two? Two. So that'd be ten, okay, right? So that would be ten, yeah. So you, you're minus ten in your Southern Water Tribe, and you've also got uh, the box with the fans in your inventory now. All right. 
But you go and uh, you see that there's like a spot to fill up the water skins right there. It's just a big barrel. So you fill them up. There's no need to like go do the river or whatever and do that. And you look at the clock and you realize, oh, you're you're about to run out of time. You got to head back to the uh, the your class that you were in. And I jet onto the class. Okay. Um. And so yeah, that's something that you're doing in your off time besides the classes. Any anybody else doing anything? I think Jaeger's just doing classes. I think Taro would want to try to start training again with Torque, but I don't know if he's like up for that. Uh, you want to go? You want to go uh, talk to him? Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, you used your seven days already, right? So this would have to be an off-time thing? I thought I only used five days for... Okay, so we, we can have we have more time to do uh, what you want to do. So you head over to... Um, where do you go to look for Torque? Um, I guess, like, if it's, like, the early morning of the courtyard. Okay. Yeah, you head to the courtyard, you see Torque is just sitting, um, he's, he's just kind of sitting there. He actually looks like he's meditating almost, which you don't really ever see him do, but he's sitting there, um, on the ground with his eyes closed and he's got his hands on his knees and he's just kind of breathing, um, like controlled breathing at the moment. Come on. Um, can I... Stone hand him. Stone hand? Yeah. And let's read that off for the um, listeners. Okay. Um, it is one action instant. You are able to cast out a rock glove to a creature or object in range. You can use your hand to manipulate the object, open a door, or even grab a creature. To do that, you must make a ranged bending attack on a hit. You decide whether to push the target or pull them your direction. The hand crumbles after use. So like the Dai Li hand that they have. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's a ranged attack, so go ahead and roll to see if you actually hit him. Just a d20. Yeah, it's going to be a ranged bending attack, so you add your bending modifier to it. Wow, eight. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes wide white, or wide, wow, wide right. And he opens his eyes, and he's like, what? And looks around and sees you, and he's like, oh, could have just said morning. I wanted to surprise you, but I guess the surprise didn't really work. Hi, what's up? I mean, you 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 did surprise me, I guess. Um, just sitting here, and he kind of just like broadly gestures to his position on the ground. You meditate? Uh, just doing some basic breathing exercises. Go says that it's good for every bender to learn how to breathe, and you know, I thought. I thought my experience breathing for the last 40-something years would have been enough, but no airbenders and they're... Uh, they're breathing. Air. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do, do you want to you join or something? Um, yeah, I guess I'll breathe with you on the ground. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since we've breathed together. <laughs> I know, it's been so long. I miss it breathing. feels like years. Perhaps yeah. 84 years. Anyways. Um, and he just like pats the ground next to him. She comes over and sits crisscross applesauce. He goes, oh, you're even sitting like the monks do. I saw that this is what they do in the movers. I think. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just after you guys took down Deanie, I haven't been in the mood to watch any movers lately. You know, that's... that's pretty valid. I mean, he produces, like, most all of them, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, him and Bark Productions. But, anyway. 
And he gets back into his sitting upright position, like he was laxed when you guys were talking, but he puts his hands on his knees again and closes his eyes and just begins breathing. And uh, he eventually, after you know, you, you try to do some meditation with him, uh, he it does not take long at all. He seems to be a very impatient person where he's just like, so, uh, you want to you train? You got any new techniques? Yeah, I got a hankering for uh, some training. This breathing thing is cool, don't get me wrong. And don't tell go. But I'd rather, like, fight, punch, kick, that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I'm much more into knocking the wind out of people than I am wind and myself by sitting on the ground. Yeah. It's, it's not a... I don't get it. I really don't I'm, get it. I'm glad I wasn't born an airbender. That's all I can say. That's all I'm saying. And he, he gets up and he reaches his hand out to help you get up. I grab it. All right, and he pulls you up and he's like, so show me what you got. I pull out my gun. Uh, hold on now, hold on. I throw it aside. I'm calm. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> and he's got his hands up, like, up to his shoulders, and he, he's just kind of frozen there, like, just kind of chuckling to himself. And he finally puts him down and is like, uh, that was, uh, um, good one. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he gets in his earthbender stance, and he's like, alright, what do you got for me today? Um... Okay, I'm gonna pull out my my big my big one. I'm gonna do Kyoshi's hand. All right, and that takes a strength save, I believe. Uh, yeah, the target must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes two d six bludgeoning damage and is restrained. All right, so he is going to. I mean, he got a nineteen on the die. So, do I have to maths? Um, is that just against my? Bending Your saving. DC, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, he's he's good. Okay. Um, you do that, and as a reaction, he is going to... Oh, you know, Earthbenders don't really have too many reactions. But he I definitely know. is able to just kind of... That happens, you try to do that. And he just, like, moves to the side a little bit. Uh, and then just kind of smirks, and he goes, Oh, man, this has been a while. You're telling me. And he goes, here, let me show you something new that I've picked up recently. Oh no. And she's he like, is she's bracing herself for whatever he's gonna throw at her. <laughs> he, um, earthbends all the rocks, all the loose rocks around him, and concentrates them against his body. So he is just this big wall of earth. And he just starts lunging forward towards you the same way. Remember uh, when Torque or Taro, when Toph was teaching <laughs> Aang how to how to earthbend, and she like I covered know, herself. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he he does he covers himself in all of that and begins just rushing towards you, trying to uh, hit you with his body. Um, I'm gonna do a reaction against him. Okay. Do Earth Barrier. Okay. And since this is kind of like an unarmed attack, I'm going to see if he would have hit. And no, with what you did, the Earth Barrier, I already know it would have uh, got, it would have gotten him uh, to not hit you. So your reaction prevented him from further moving forward. Hmm. And you can hear him in you can hear him in the stone. He's like, Oh, that was a good one. Thanks, I just learned it. What? Oh, I pull it down. Thanks, I just learned it. He he earthbends the rocks off of his head and he goes, What? <laughs> and then he just starts laughing. But you guys, um you guys carry on with this for a little bit, just kind of sparring like you guys used to. Like the day that you met him. It feels it feels very reminiscent of that. Eventually, you know, some time passes, and it's about the seventh or eighth day, 
each one of you wakes up you guys go through your morning routines you're about to like prep yourselves to going off on um, another school or another class and finally you get a call from the phone that's in the middle of the table that's in your um, your room and as it's ringing all three of you just kind of stop uh, and look at it and you guys all look at each other and look back at the phone what do you guys want to do I answer the phone. Okay. A big old click, click. And you hear a voice coming from the other end. And it's Z. And she goes, uh, Hello? Hey, Z. What's up? Hey, girl. Um, just calling to let you know the teachers want to see you in the conference room. Ooh. Is it good or bad? Uh, you're gonna have to go in and find out. Okay. Thanks, Z. Uh-huh. And she hangs up. They wish to see us in the conference room. Go. Here we go. Oh, that reminds me. I still got Aang's, uh, uh, I still got Yang's, um, white lotus sash. I should really give it to go. I mean, you okay. do you. Yeah. Uh, you guys make your way over to the conference room, and all of the teachers are there um, already. Uh, Bork is standing, just kind of like pacing back and forth, uh, which is, you know, he's just Bork. Uh, you guys eventually head inside, and they all look over at you. Shang doesn't look over. Um, and Torque is just like, oh, good morning, guys. Good morning. I was, I'm glad you guys are up. Uh, here, take a seat. I'll go sit down. Sit down, yeah, but with too. rings. Okay, uh, Jaeger, roll ahead, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Okay. That's a niner. Or no, wait, tenner. It's a ten? Alright. When you do the ring thing, you kind of, like, glance over at Shang, and you see Shang notice that you did the ring. Um, but then he closes his eyes again. Like, he, he had his eyes closed when he was sitting there, but he, like, squinted one open to see if he would do it, uh, you know, just for verification that you did. And then he closes his eyes again. And, uh, Torque continues and is like, got some good news for you guys, for all of us, actually. And the teachers all look at him confused, too. Like, they, they actually weren't briefed on why they were there. Uh, and there's just a brief pause before he's like, so, we finally heard back from Republic City. Uh, we've been trying to get a hold of them for, God, I don't even know how long. Turns out, they're they're down with uh, having the White Lotus come out and talk about putting up a school in the Republic Nation. And the teachers all look at each other, and Vana's like, Oh, okay, that's really good. Yeah, it's, I haven't been there in, gosh, a long time. And he just nods and looks at you guys, and he's like, And so, what we're going to do is we're going to have a couple of the teachers go out there. Uh, and he gestures to Shang and Davana. He's like, I've chosen you two to uh, go up there, be the representatives for the White Lotus, and try to convince them to let us open up a school in, that, in, in the Republic nation. And Shang just kind of stays still, just keeps his eyes closed but is kind of nodding to what he's saying and Vaughn is like uh okay yeah yeah and then he looks at you three and he goes the thing is I want to make sure that they get there safe so as weird as this may sound three of you are going to be their escorts to the city how does that sound sounds awesome Tara has a confused look on her face like what there are teachers and yeah, he he notices the confused look and he explains. The thing is, we haven't been in Republic City for such a long time that we feel like just having two of our representatives there is just a recipe for disaster because we don't know what to expect. You know, having more White Lotus members out there and we've seen your, your guys' work, you may cause chaos, but at the same time, you get the job done. Uh... 
we just want to make sure that you that you guys are going to help the teachers get there safely. You guys can just do whatever you need to do once they're done talking to the council there. All of you guys can come back. Okay, are we going to take a train there, or are we going by boat? And Vana kind of nods to that question. She's she wants to know too. And he goes, "Well, with the recent events that happened in Beilong, the Sutra clan has actually just uh, come out of hiding, you can say. So they they've taken over the same peninsula that they were a part of." Uh, he doesn't look at you, Jaeger, but you can tell he's kind of like saying this towards you as well. He's like, yeah, their uh, their numbers are shockingly larger than we expected. Safest way, as we had to do back when the Sutra clan was at large, was travel by ship. So that's how you guys are going to get there. Okay. Great. He's he, valid because water always makes him feel safer. <laughs> and he looks at uh, Taro and is like, he he just kind of gives you a an understanding earthbending nod about being in a big body of water. <laughs> I'm glad he feels my pain. He understands. He himself is an earthbender. It may shock you, but yes. Wait, what? I thought he was just a metal bender. <laughs> <laughs> he's a metal he's a metally earthbender. Yo, what the f <laughs> where the fuck <laughs> have I been? <laughs> But, um, he goes, yeah, we've already got a ship prepared for you guys. Uh, you know, just get your stuff, stuff ready and be at the docks in an hour. Is that okay with everybody? And Shang just goes, it would be nice to have a little bit more time to prepare next time. And Cork just kind of looks at him and goes, all right, so if there aren't any other questions, Gives you guys all the finger guns, and he's like, See you guys when you get back. Right. And he walks out of the room. Sean walks out. Um, Bo walks out. Vana gets oh, up I and go. actually. Oh, I, go. Go. I need to talk to you for a quick second before you go. And she looks at you and goes, Oh? What is it? Here's Yang Sash, and I have his fans in my room. Um, when he comes back, Get his staff in here, and I, I'll give you his fans when I, uh, before I leave. So when he comes back, you can just give it to him. She puts her hand up to stop you from handing it to her, and she's just like, Those items are much better in your carry than they are mine right now. And I bow to her out of respect and say, Yes, ma'am. Although I am glad that one of you came over. And she looks around and pulls out, a, it looks like a, a note, uh, and hands it over to you. It's, an in, it's in an envelope with the White Lotus stamp, uh, keeping it closed. And she goes, there's a special mission that I would like one of you to do once you guys are in the city. Uh, there is a, there's an island nearby the western portal called the Air Temple Island. If you don't mind, could you go there and hand this note to any of the air acolytes that you see? Um, and they will take care of... They will take you to the next location that I feel would be best for the White Lotus to see. I think we can do that. Uh, if we're going to be on a ship anyway, we probably hit the island before we go inland. The ship, usually when we run ships, they're on a one-way course to their destination. Gotcha. Um, but I'm pretty sure you guys are going to be there for a, a few days, so you will have time. I'd be happy to deliver you your uh, letter to uh, Air, Air Temple Island. She just nods and goes, thank you so much and bows before turning and leaving. I bow back. And, uh, Jaeger, uh, while you're about to get up and, I guess, prep for your scimitar, um, to take on your trip, you get stopped by Vana. 
and she walks up to you and sees that uh, Kevin and Go are talking. Uh, we can't hear what they're saying from this distance, but she walks up to you and it kind of like looks over your way, looks back at them, and then finally focuses her attention on you. And she goes, um, once they're done, do you mind telling Kevin that uh, we got a, a letter from his uh, from his dad recently, from his family down from the South Pole? Uh, and she pulls out the letter and hands it to you and goes, he would probably really like to read this. Seems simple enough. I can do that. Don't burn it now. <laughs> that Shasta Sorry. made my voice very phlegmy. It did. I'll try my best. <clears throat> uh, you, you sound like you need some water. And she walks away. <laughs> Why does everyone get thirsty around me? The thirst is real. Um, so you guys now have your new mission. You guys are heading back in, into your room. Um, is there anything that you guys want to talk about before heading onto the ship, or are you just raring to go? Kevin. Yeah? Kevin. You got Kevin. a letter from Daddy Dearest. What? Yeah. Here you uh, go. I got a letter from Master Go. Once we get to... Uh, public city. Um, she would like uh, like us to go to Airbender Island to deliver her letter. What's with all these islands we keep going to? Mm -hmm. It's just our luck. Wait. As Kevin reading the letter from his dad. Okay. Uh, you open the letter and it's basically... Man, I forgot your dad's voice. What was it? Um, it can sound it like was... Santa Claus. <laughs> well, sort of. Uh, you read it, and it, it goes like... Hello, son. I'm hoping that you have been having a very good time in White Lotus School. Your mother misses you, as do I. It has been uh... nearly a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't laugh. <laughs> Since our last talk, the bombs falling from the sky remind me of your warm embrace. No, I'm trying. You're, you're breaking my embrace. You're breaking the immersion. I couldn't remember his voice, so I was just like, it's a voice I haven't used yet, that's all. Anyway. It reminds me of the movie. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> uh, man, okay. I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna finish this in his voice, but next time we see him, it's probably not gonna be like this. I don't know. Well, I'll have to think about it. But anyway, it continues after you reminisce about the goofiness of your father's voice, and for some reason, the other two people in the room started to laugh at the same time. Not sure if it's because they're reading it or something just popped in their head that sounded funny. But it continues, and he goes, I'm going to be in Republic City for about a week. There's been some events going on in the factory there, and I need to be there. If you happen to be in the area, be sure to stop by. Love, Dad. Kevin looks over now. A little tears are in his eyes, because he hasn't seen his mom and dad in a minute. Hi. My dad's going to be in Republic City. There's been a little trouble at the factory. Hopefully not the type of trouble we saw at, at Ludini's factory. Yeah, it could be worse. Does the Please no not. mention a spirit? I hope not. <laughs> I just hope it's just get little minor issues. I'm hoping everything goes be goes good, goodbyes, all of that. Do you guys feel like we're being chaperoned? Because I kind of feel like that. A bit. 100% being chaperoned. <sighs> so you guys finish up packing um, your stuff, whatever you're bringing. Um, Kevin, I'm sure you're bringing your water skins. Jaeger, you're bringing your skimitar. Um, and axe. 
and the and the oxy and um, oh. Taro, you're bringing your gun, I'm sure, uh, with the bullets. Mm-hmm. You guys make your way to the dock, get on the ship. You've got your white, the White Lotus sentrymen um, that are like captaining the ship and having it move, so you guys don't really have to worry about anything like that. Shang and Vana are already there. Um, Tork is just like, be sure not to tear down any factories when you get there. As he's waving and the ship starts carrying off. And you guys make your way due north towards Republic City. City of industry. City on the move. Yes. Oh, that's that's a good thing to point out that you said that. Uh, I want all three of you to roll me history checks. Alright. 19. Damn. I got a 7. 15 uh, plus... History, history, history. 3, 18. Okay. Uh, Taro, what did you say you got? 13? No, 7. <laughs> oh. um, Taro, uh, you know where Republic City is? Uh, you know that there is a spirit portal that was opened up after Korra, the events that happened with Korra in Republic City and Kuvira. Um, and that you also know that Kevin's dad owns a factory there. Um, Kevin and Jaeger, you guys both rolled close enough to where um, you would know this. Uh, Jaeger, you've probably mastered the art of turning on a television. And more often than not, the channel is on something that has to do with Republic City. Kevin, you would know this because you've been from, you're, you know, you've been to Republic City, um, this, that, and the other. But the gist of it is, what you guys know, Republic City, over the last 50, 60 years, has become this groundwork for technology in the future. Which is sort of the way it was with uh, Korra's time as well just amplified. You guys also know that uh, due to the spirit portal opening and the spirit vines kind of encasing all of downtown, uh, that the city has moved eastward into the mountains that were over where Republic City was. So the Republic City of today is not the Republic City that used to be. Um, it's grown, kind of think the best way to imagine it is like the busyness of New York meets the uh, the thematic appearance of Beverly Hills. If that made any sense. Yes. This said, though, uh, Republic City has also become a huge source of entertainment, you know, of movers, of music, of shows. Uh, Taro, you would remember this as well, all three of you. Uh, the Dragon Dancers are heading to Republic City next. Uh, you also know that um, there's always something going on in Republic City, and there's always something to do. Uh, and that is what the two of you would know. Chapman is going to look at Jaeger and, and uh, thinking, do you think we might see Ludini there? Your guess is as good as mine. I hope not. Uh, it's maybe a big city, but I really hope we don't see him there. Me too. I didn't even really talk to him that much. Oh, I did. A, a, like I didn't talk to him at all. Now that I think about it, I just want to take. If I ever see him again, I'm just going to chase him in ice and jettison him. First class to North Pole. Kevin. What is a jettison? Quick, fast, and in, in, in a hurry. What? Oh. And, and Vana what? walks up. Vana walks up because she was walking onto the deck. Did as I you guys that <laughs> As you guys were uh, making that conversation, Vana walked on deck and heard overheard that, and she walks up and goes, Kevin, that is not what you say about people. You know, that's... That's intense. Yeah, we bury them six feet underground first. 
Yeah, considering what Ludvini did to us, he earned a little of my anger on that one. And Sean walks up and he says, the best way to answer for crimes is to be taken into custody. Tara rolls her eyes at that. That is true. We are not here to be murderers. We are not here to be above the law. We are here to uphold it. If we get our hands on Luthini, we are definitely putting him in custody so the judge can give him his due justice. That is correct. If any of your teachers have told you otherwise, then you may need new teachers or they may need new teaching. And he just continues on his path. Some time passes. It's the afternoon now. Um, you've got your teachers and yourselves. You guys all share the same uh, cabin deck, whatever it's called on ships. Um, just because there's only but so much room on a ship. And you guys are sharing a meal. Vana and Kevin, you guys both made the meal together. Uh, of course, Southern tribe meal, but you know, uh, Shang eats it like it's nothing. Um, looks very odd to both you, uh, Jaeger and Taro, uh, because it's like tentacles and seaweed and, uh, looks like a clam fish on the side or something. You're not really sure, but Kevin and Vana are just gobbling it up like it is uh, the greatest delicacy of their land. Oh, this sucks. Oh, it's been so long since I've had some authentic southern tribe meals. I know, right? You just don't cook it like they do at home. It's not the truth. Uh, you guys continue to eat, and throughout the meal, Vana finally asks, uh, she, she just kind of nonchalantly says, So, do you guys, what do you guys know about each other? Where are you guys from? You want us to talk about ourselves or about each other? Either or. Taro has a gun. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Look at it. I pull it out. I'm not pointing uh, it at anyone. I'm just holding I it duck. up. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jaeger. Uh, Jaeger, roll me a constitution check to see like, if you can maintain your mental stability on this. <laughs> Um, I got a 14? Uh, you do relatively well. You don't pee yourself or anything like that, but you definitely don't feel comfortable when it's out. Just like real life. Just, I whipped it out, and you got uncomfortable. What's Just don't start spinning it in a circle. You spin me right round. Round like anyway. a gun, baby. Like a gun. Gun, gun. Oh, God. We're, we've are we got so many t-shirts in the works now. Anyway. <laughs> but she's just like, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, you guys are working as a team. You haven't once talked to each other about your pasts or anything like that? Um, I know Jaeger is really good at, with the sword and other... Um, Diffusing, uh, and diffusing tension. And he's good at killing people. Sean, no. <laughs> I want to say, I'll kind of whisper to her, like, we don't say that one out loud. <laughs> we all saw it. We all know. I was trying to select the, I was going to select the memory on that one. Yeah, and Sean's just nodding to this. But he, he, Sean speaks up and he goes, in Jaeger's defense, he has grown a lot in the years that I've known him. Um, let's see, um, I rose first, so, so. I know that like, Kevin's really rich. <laughs> I also Vana know just, that. Vana just laughs and she's like, oh, sweetie, you don't even know. I don't know how rich he is, or... And she looks over at you, Kevin, and is like, Have you ever told them your family or anything? Um, just a little. 
Well, Kevin would say this a little more humbly. His father happens to own the richest energy plants in the world. What? Yeah, they, uh, his father runs Igloo, uh, what's the name? Igloo Electric Company or something like that. That yep. started in Republic City for electric, um, using lightning bending. Uh, and eventually, I forget, I forget how the story works, but they, after he met his wife or met Oops. Kevin's mom, they moved to the South Pole and he converted the lightning bending into water uh into using hydro power and it took off and best and best for the environment mm, yeah and shang speaks up and he goes best for the environment but it does take away a few jobs and Ivana just kind of nods solemnly and is like uh, yeah but you gotta look on the bright side of it, you know, that it does a lot for the people that use Hydro, uh, that uses Igloo. More Hydro. Uh, if he did train uh, the workers who were, who were the lightning vendors into other roles, so it's, it's not like he got rid of them. It's more of, as the job change, he, they shift towards those new jobs. They still in the, they still in the factory, uh, still in uh, our factories, but working better on, on uh, hydroelectrics, on the hydro jobs, making a little more money. So this, so they still kept the jobs to an extent. And uh, you guys. The, the conversation kind of carries off a little bit more um, where Vana reminisces with Kevin a little bit about the past and you know where they grew up from you guys get to know a little bit more about um, Kevin a little bit until eventually um, you know the conversation kind of dies and Vana just goes well it's nice to get out of the school she just kind of looks around no one's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love being out in the water where there's no earth. It's lovely. Oh, I, well, I feel. Yeah, at least I, I feel look, so alive out here. At least I don't look too green. That's true. So the conversation kind of carries on a little bit more. Um, you guys head to bed. It becomes morning. You guys wake up to some uh, people aboard the ship shouting. Can't quite make out what they're saying. It's a little inaudible, um, but you're alerted to it, each one of you in one way or another. You guys kind of look around, it's still a little hazy. Uh, you know, the sun's up. You guys must have been asleep longer than you thought you would be. Due to the rocking of the boat, it must have soothed you to sleep one way or another. Um, the teachers are not in there, uh, and you finally hear uh, somebody up in the up on the deck making a, a like shouting, like, "Oh, should we help them? Should we? What should we do?" And it's a bit of a chaos up, up above for some reason. Ooh. Let's get ready for the, let's get ready for what might happen. And I'm grabbing my my four water skins and I'm and getting dressed. Okay. And the rest of you. I grab my gun. Oh no. I grab you my axe hide. and my scimitar and go <laughs> up there. All right. The three, all three of you, head up there. Um, you guys are trying to scan what's going on, and uh, you finally do catch it in the distance while you guys have been traveling. You're getting kind of close to Republic City. Um, you know, another half day's journey or another full day, not entire, you know, weather depending. Um, but you guys see 
over to the northwest, you're seeing two ships in naval combat with each other, uh, firing cannons and stuff like that. One is carrying, um, it looks like the flag of the southern raiders, almost. It's a little different, you know, time times have changed, um, but Kevin, roll me a history, and Taro, they're... There's another flag that's on the other ship. I would like you to roll me perception. Okay, for history, that would be a 13. And plus 3. I got a dirty 20. Awesome. So, Kevin, uh, with a 13, it's you recognize it a little instantly, um, but it is kind of hard to make out from this distance. Uh, you recognize this is a much more modern version of the Water Viper um, pirate gang that usually only resides up in the northern uh, hemisphere of the world. So, as I said before, you guys are making your way pretty close. Um, but they generally more specifically reside closer to the northern water tribe. Taro, you look at the flag of the ship that is being fired at and you're able to recognize the symbol on it immediately. You're seeing a fist hanging high overhead with mountains oh no. in the background. Oh no. the circle on this flag. Oh, oh wait, and I should say it uh, PG. Um. Oh. <laughs> no. Um. Wait, I can't think of anything that's not... It's okay. Open. We've got the cat dog. We've got the cat dog. Okay. Oh, fudgy yeah. stuff. <laughs> oh, 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 figgle, faggle, miggle, taggles. Ah, beans. Guess I'm out on that one. And, um, you see... You see the, um, some of the people on the ship are saying, Well, we're right, Lotus, and people are in trouble. We should go help them. I'm gonna sit out on this one. I'll see I'll be below. Bye. Uh, do, you, do you know what they are? I have a rough idea. I have Taro, no it's idea. us. I have no idea who it is. Okay. Where Roll me deception. Don't even. I understand being afraid of the unknown, but that's... Nah. Roll me a deception, Taro. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> Should I do insight? Yes. Uh, okay. Oh Kenny Yeager, you do, do you do it as well. Okay, I got a twelve. Oh. I got a seventeen plus three, so a dirty twenty. I got a dirty twenty as well. <laughs> <laughs> she is clearly lying. There is definitely something going on. You know lying don't suit you, right? I can lie as good or as bad as I want to. I'm out of and as you try to walk away, um, Shang and Vana are walking onto the deck as well. Shang stops you and he goes, It is our duty to protect those that need assistance. Yeah, I guess. I'd rather not. And as you're saying that, you hear the captain, he says, Full steam ahead! Let's help that ship! Looks like we're helping. We're helping now. Taro's heart is like racing. And that's where we'll. Jaeger feels like he's seen this before. And that's where we'll end our episode. Wowzers. Uh... Oh, the discomfort. So, so, what Kevin is getting out of it is whatever is going on with those ships, Taro don't want to get involved. <laughs> They should die. I mean, oh. they won't. listen, they won't. I'm just going to I should stop talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm oh, no. <laughs> Continue, <laughs> by all means. The player has no idea. No. By me, the player have no idea about your backstory. Literally, I have no idea. Maybe have a, I know you're rich, but that's it. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh, now I'm really curious, like, what the heck is going on, girly? 
<laughs> so uh it's 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 gonna be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Thank you everybody for making it all the way to the end. You guys are beautiful. You guys are awesome. You deserve a round of applause. Insert Yay. clapping montage. Who did the one clap? Was that you, Jaeger? <laughs> I was good. clapping repeatedly, but the mic wasn't picking it up. Oh, it only got, we just got one clap from you. That was it's, it. It's too good at canceling sound, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's but I'm doing good. it. Oh, man. So, how'd you guys feel about that episode? Is that good? It's a great way to end, huh? Yeah, I feel like man, things have started sure. to click a little bit. In the last bit. few seconds. In the last that's, few seconds. That's like how, how quick, like, oh, on, let me Tara, nope, like how quick Taro was in defending Jaeger after he just killed two people. <laughs> and then she sees this faction and she's like, nope, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. The tides are turning. Oh, yeah. It feels good, doesn't it? Uh, the turntables have indeed been turned. Well, the, we're the turntables have tided. Oh no, the tides have turned. The tides have Are tabled. We... Yeah, okay. I forgot. This yeah. is this is the moment when Taro wishes she was a waterbender so she could just like redirect <laughs> the flow of water. I would just jump off and swim away. <laughs> Why don't you just shoot your gun? No. Lady got a gun. Taro's got, got a, a gun. gun. And Jaeger's on the run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, may Taro snap. So this week we don't have any five star uh, reviews to shout out, but we do have a second five star review. There's no comment; it's just five stars. Regardless, thank you, whoever did it. Um, let's do you, Taro. I think I did you the second, the last time, Kevin. Taro. Is there anything that you would like to plug today? Anything that you've been listening to? Anything that you would like to share with the world? Um, no, I didn't come up with anything new. Okay, so I will just insert you saying, um, dice benders. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to use your plug to insert, uh, our dice benders YouTube. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel. Uh, that's something that Jaeger takes very good care and very good pride in, in yeah. creating. Uh, so I want to plug that in. If you guys listen to us through Spotify, YouTube, or uh, Spotify, all that other jazzy jazz, um, we are also on YouTube. If you do not have those, and if you do not have those, and do not have us on YouTube, then how are you listening to us? Please let me know. Uh, Kevin, what about you? What do you got? Of course, I listen to Dice Benders on Apple Tunes because the internet at my work sucks and I love listening to us um, going through uh, going through uh, Baylong, uh, the mischief we have, <laughs> the chaos we, we created, and and our lovely DM having the having the hilarity and like, okay, this is what we're going with today. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you guys give me a lot of punches to just roll with, and uh, I'm going to be honest, it's fun, it's also annoying, but it's equally as entertaining for me as it is for all the listeners and for you guys. So I have learned, I've learned as a DM with this group, not to make too many notes because they never happen. So I just write the bullet points of what's going to happen that I think, and then we just go from there. Usually, I just delete that those notes as soon as we start because it goes off rails so fast. Um, Jaeger, is there anything that? But that's an all DM games. Uh, 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 uh DM games do like that anyway. <laughs> a lot of them do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just because players are so unpredictable. And as for what we can predict, though, Jaeger, is there anything that you would like to plug that we can predict will be fantastic? Um, <clears throat> quick shout out to uh, Craig, if it hasn't been done already. Oh, good old Daddy Craig. Good old Daddy Craig. 
Um, shout out to Christina Applegate for no real reason. And join our Discord. Show us your oh, doggos. Yeah. Yes, show us your doggos, show us your caddos, show us your doggo caddos. Or your lizards. Catty doggos. Cat dogs? Uh-oh. Also show us your food, um, and your magic cards, and your video game pictures, and anything else that you want to share with us are all under the sun. Speaking of what is under the sun, does anybody know where they can find us on the internet? We got Podbean. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apple. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spotify. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You guys are on top of it today. And with that said Only fans. Only the fan oh well Not- I don't I don't know about that. We haven't got that far. Yeah, we're we're not I on know. The day will come. Or Probably just me then. Look, trust me, when we start seeing fan art on Pornhub, we might as well start uploading onto there as well. <laughs> uh, and with that, guys, we are signing off. Subscribe for more shenanigans. And goodbye, Craig. Bye, Daddy. <laughs>